0: Thanks for joining a couple of 90s kids. You're listening to Stuck in My Generation. (laughs) God bless the fireball, son. God bless the fireball. God bless the fireball. Rain it down on me, Black Sabbath. (laughs) Blow those fireballs down on me. (laughs) Thanks for coming again. That's what she said to the the, stuck in my generation. It's me and it's Hicks. If you pay any attention to uh, the social media bullshit, uh, we, we posted that we were going to do Black Sabbath this week. So you could, you know, come and hang out, listen along, give your thoughts, hear our thoughts, all that good stuff. Sure. So goddamn, somebody's shooting around here. There's like somebody, <laughs> somebody's either practicing shooting shit behind my house, or it's deer season, or it's woodpecker season, or something. I don't, I don't hunt, so I don't know.
1: It's always deer season here. Always, it's always deer season, kind of and, season. Always
0: deer season in Jackson, Ohio. Driving. It's gun.
1: It's gun season.
0: Yeah, dri- driving down Beaver Pike, passenger seat. Goddamn deer! Give me a gun, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking welcome to Jackson. Yes, sir. So we've had a uh, a wonderful time listening to Black Sabbath. We we thought this was a great idea. Like let's 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 throw some metal at these folks, and yeah. lo and behold, these sons of bitches have nineteen albums. All right. So so yeah. So we we jammed out some Black Sabbath, and uh, I'm gonna be up front right off the rip. I've never liked Ozzy that much.
1: Yeah, I can understand why. It's a uh... I don't even want to say it's a love-hate relationship uh, from my perspective. Uh, I guess I kind of have maybe just a little bit of respect regarding the kind of OG heavy metal vibes, you know? Yeah. uh,
0: But, oh my
1: gosh, some of the, uh, I don't know, some of the vocals is just... I like Ozzy, but his singing man, I just don't know. I don't know.
0: Um okay. Yeah. Yeah. I hear Ozzy and I just think of that weird voice that's like, no more tears. and I'm like, Yeah Burr. You know, I just think of that weird nobody quite has a voice like him. And I just think about that and it it, it just turns me off a little bit. And I did watch the the show. What was that called? Ozzy's T V show.
1: It wasn't like <sighs> I can't remember the name. Uh, Meet the Osbournes. I don't know.
0: It was something like that. Uh, yeah. I know Gene Simmons was like Gene Simmons family jewels, but I don't remember what Aussies was called. The Osbournes. I think it was just
1: called the Osbournes. It might've been just the Osbournes. And we saw that house unless the guy was lying to us. Yeah. Out in Beverly Hills area. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, I don't remember too much. I I remember the only thing I remember about that show mostly is there was one sibling that didn't want any part of it. Yeah. Amy
0: Osborne is her name. She just came out with an album, I think, or just came out with her first single or
1: something. Yeah. She wanted to, she,
0: I have a lot of, (laughs) I'm interested in her because she, she was determined to make it on her own and didn't want any exposure on that show. Didn't really want the cameras in her face. And and she has no interest in in writing her dad's coattails. She wants to, if she's going to be successful, she's either going to do it on her own merit or not. I like that. I like that too. So Mm. so yeah yeah the the other two you know fuck them you know other two (laughs) kids now they seem they seem okay they seem to have all grown up to be pretty solid and decent but with Black Sabbath uh my experience of course I've heard Iron Man and War Pigs and and a few other songs that I probably didn't know the titles to Mm -hmm. And, and I like those but they never I never liked them enough. To go listen to more, mostly because I heard Ozzy's voice and I was just like, mm, yeah, he's okay. It's got to be the total package. Got to be good music, good vocals. Not that Ozzy's not a good singer. He kind of is, but it's just, it's like Smash Mouth. That guy's voice annoys the piss out of me. So why would I listen to it? You know, uh, Ozzy doesn't annoy the piss out of me, but I don't love it. What about your experience with Black Sabbath before we dove into 19 albums from hell?
1: <laughs> well, you know, I had. uh, I had a pretty lengthy motorcycle trip a few years back. Uh, one of the albums I actually had on my phone, uh, something just to listen to. I wanted something that was, uh, I, I didn't have the ability to skip through tracks really. So I had uh, one of the early albums on my phone. So I was kind of already familiar with it. Um, yeah, it was just kind of all over the place really with me so yeah just uh, you know with the with some of the bands that we've reviewed you know i think god i think i hate to refer back to tom petty but he kind of sets the the reference point for me you know going into tom petty the uh first few albums man they just really drew me in yeah you know and and i'm still it's like i said before you know music's my drug i'm trying to chase the next high uh I don't know if I really got this from Sabbath. I I honestly didn't. I uh, yeah. didn't find any really hidden gems, anything unexpected.
0: I did. Uh, I'll get there, but I did. But but I but I'm good. I'm with you too cuz like Petty first couple albums just pull you right in. Sure. Uh Beatles you you get past the first couple and pulls you right in. Stones, get past first couple, pulls you in. There sure. there was not one of those aha moments here, but but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, but no. but I did have I did have some moments that where the more I listened, there was more that I found that I liked. And I Good. and I and that surprised me because you and I both, you know, three, four albums in, we're like, we're already sabbathed out. You know, it's like oh, I, yeah, what do we do? You know, I had to I had to switch it up, listen to some stuff. I I, I honestly thought we might not finish this. I, I thought we might have to do a two parter. <laughs> Luckily, we didn't, and we'll tell you why. But exactly, <laughs> but let's uh let's start out with 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 a, a just a couple quick facts, I guess. Black Sabbath, most folks credit them with the start of heavy metal. Mm-hmm. It's and it's a toss up, kind of. It's like was it them, Zeppelin, or Deep Purple? From most of what I read, you can kind of throw Zeppelin out of the mix. I never really considered Zeppelin metal, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a dark enough sound like heavy. Yeah, but not dark. So mm-hmm. them and deep purple. And, and, and if you ask most people, it's Sabbath. So we'll go yeah. ahead and roll with that and say they started heavy metal mm-hmm. with their self-titled album, black Sabbath, probably one of the creepiest album covers I've ever seen in my life.
1: Oh yeah, no doubt.
0: I mean, that's like some, some like the ring shit, the movie, the ring, like you, you just look like a little girl standing in a field and like, looks like it could be straight out of Jackson, Ohio, like the house and the weeds and the, just the darkness and the eeriness of it. I was like, okay, the album covers definitely metal. <clears throat> no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. And the sound, I, I mean, the sound is, is heavy and it's dark. Oh yeah. Would you, what do you think of this first album and uh, and finish up any of your thoughts? Oh, that's all right. Going back and forth, but
1: that's all right. The, uh, first album, uh, I thought it was a good, good album overall. Uh, I enjoyed it. You know, I went through the catalog and I came back around as a, for, you know, for a refresher. Uh, I enjoyed this album more the second time around. Yeah. I think I may have appreciated it a little bit more, you know, the, the song, the wizard, although it has Ozzy playing harmonica, I'd almost rather hear Ozzy play the harmonica. I'm assuming that it's Ozzy. uh, hear him listen to him play the harmonica versus some of his singing <laughs> but i thought it was a jam you know i appreciated that the uh i was kind of confused with some other songs that was like three songs in one
0: yeah I, I the only thing i can figure there is uh they 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 recorded with tape back then so i don't know if like as a yeah. band they recorded three songs in one take and didn't split them Or if they intended for it to just kind of run, run that way. Maybe they were trying to start something new by, I I don't know. I really don't know, but it definitely, it made it a little bit difficult to kind of hone in on which songs you really liked.
1: Oh yeah, I agree. You know, the, uh, the wasp behind the wall. I thought that was a jam. The N.I.B., song which is i think i need to go back and look i think that's like meshed into a track that's like three or four different songs you know i love that that's such a jam you know just a really heavy thick guitar sound uh wicked world i enjoyed that so overall you know and 20 years ago i probably wouldn't have bought this you know when albums were a more of a physical thing i wouldn't have bought this but you know, if Jeremy Barker had it, I'd you know listen to his and and <laughs> speaking of Save. purchasing, speaking of purchasing albums, I have some albums on my wall, and I came across this jewel. Well, and hot I, damn! Looky there! Look at that right there! I bought this at an antique store for like three dollars. Black Sabbath. T- Wait till you see the inside. We sold look our soul this. for
0: rock and roll. Look at this
1: hottie. Oh, it looks
0: like something well, look straight up. out of uh Sam Raimi the, movie, Evil Dead Style. Evil Dead Style, oh, yeah. Oh man. I don't I, even, I'm not gonna lie, I'd hit it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what this album is. Uh I think it's a
0: comp I think it's kind of like a one of the you know how they did that shit back then. Oh, they're yeah. they're like, Okay, let's let's take a, a bunch of their good songs and throw it out there and make some more fucking money. Yeah, seventy six. Seventy six. So, so that that was actually what at the end of the Aussie years. Well, that's close. What I
1: was gonna say. It's like let's get a little bit more money. You know let's see
0: when that was seventy six. The the last Aussie album was Never Say Die. So this was either released before or after Technical Ecstasy. Okay. So almost the end of the. I mean, okay, I get it. A greatest Hits album that doesn't say Greatest Hits. Sure, what the fuck ever.
1: Good for them. Yeah 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 so sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you with that. no that
0: was actually really cool that you had a vinyl you know copy of we sold our soul for rock and roll and we just happened to be talking about black sabbath tonight tonight so
1: and it also says it has written it says kevin cocaine kevin cocaine well black sabbath was known to do a lot of cocaine thank you kevin cocaine thanks kevin cocaine yeah i had a
0: microphone that had someone's name inscribed on it and it was like I don't know. I did a review about on it on YouTube and I just kept calling it the Jefferson edition. Cause it was like John Jefferson or something like that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like Jefferson edition. And it like, you know, in there. So, so what do you think of the first album? Um, you know, the title track, as soon as the, the title track came on black Sabbath, I was like for 1970, this shit is hardcore. Sure. Like if I was a 12 or 13 year old kid in 1970 and I go and pick up this album and put it on, halfway through the first track, I'm breaking the album and being like, I'll never do it again, Jesus. I'll never do it again. I'll never listen to that band again. I felt the evil yeah. off of it. I felt yeah. I felt the Satan on it. Yeah. I mean it was it was dark, you know. I mean we've been listening to a lot of seventies and early eighties stuff. Sixties. Right. right. You didn't hear anything that dark. You know? I mean oh, yeah. if if you want to say they invented metal and that was the first track that sounded that dark, by all means they invented metal. That that was hardcore as hell for that time uh the 435 mark of that song they start shredding tony iomi is no joke that that dude can play the damn guitar
1: and i think uh yeah i agree totally and i think i listened to an interview a while back I think he's missing like a chunk of his finger. He yeah, he has two like of his fingers. Wooden, he has no he has tips. Like a wooden tip. Yeah, he they're has they're, prosthetics
0: okay. of some kind on his fingers. I'm not sure if it's the strumming. I think it said right hand. Okay, and he's a lefty, which means which means it's his you know string fingers, not That's his what I was not his strum like, fingers. Yeah. So yeah. Pinocchio so. over here just. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but I tell you what, man, the jams, the riffs that he's responsible for, shit.
0: Dude, So, I mean, on one of these albums in particular, I, uh, man, I, I, I don't, I'll save it, I guess, but there was an album in particular where he just started blazing a solo that was so damn fast and technical that I was yeah. just like, I'm driving and my jaw drops, and I'm like, God. Like you, you don't hear many people, you know, I don't know if you've ever listened to Yingwei Malmstein. Yeah. Yngwie can blaze a guitar. He can set it oh, on yeah. fire with his hand, you know, just that oh, fast. Yeah. And yeah. I just watched a girl on YouTube the other day. Look, look up 17 year old plays a solo to Foo Fighters and Greta Van Fleet. Okay. And this girl plays the music and plays a solo where there could be a solo like on a slow part of the song and it's like 17. She just, she sounded like Tony Iommi. I mean, she okay. was blazing so fast. I was just, I showed my wife, even though my wife don't give a fuck about <laughs> yeah. guitar players. And even she was like, yeah. Whoa. Like, yeah. But, uh, nice. dude, that, that guy could shred. Oh yeah. I, I was impressed. That, that was probably the biggest takeaway was for me, which, you know, I, I'm one of those guys. I like to look up the top 25 guitarists of all time, or when mm-hmm. Rolling Stone releases a top 10 guitarist or top tender. I, I like to read that stuff because it's music history and sure. Tony Iommi is in most of those, but I wouldn't have known why. Now I know why.
1: Sure. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and you know, it's, uh, with Ozzy's vocals, I kind of pushed a lot of that to the side and paid closer attention to the music, you yeah. know, and, you know the early stuff man i heard early metallica heard early van halen Soundgarden, and i always hated the name of this band uh corrosion of conformity yeah i always hated that band like, "What?
0: yeah listen? i hate those album covers too it's like let's make this as offensively gory as we can i don't even
1: know what their album i just remember the uh, mostly anything something
0: album. you imagine hell looking like is you know like you know babies being eaten by women just got crazy
1: shit that's okay so so not only is their name bad their uh album cover oh yeah it's just awful but you know they had a couple songs with some pretty good uh, riffs you know uh i heard a little bit of that but i I think they really i mean it's obvious they inspired a lot of musicians you know yeah
0: yeah i well i mean anybody that plays Heavy music, for the most part, attributes a lot to Black Sabbath. So, yeah, and and that first album, you know, I will give it all the respect in in the world. It was dark. It was heavy for the times. I bet it was just mind blowing to some kids.
1: I bet it was too.
0: I, I mean, I, but for me, you know, us growing up, already being grown up, listening to this after we've already heard, you know. i can't even think of the heaviest thing i've ever heard uh i don't even know what the heaviest thing there's so much heavy music you know but yeah to me the overall album like it was all good there wasn't anything that i was not happy with but nothing grabbed me like nothing from the from the first album grabbed me and you kept you you referred to a couple songs as jams which we do a lot sure but that whole album sounds like one big jam session to me
1: yeah that's, that's a good point. Which yeah, is kind of so cool,
0: because I'd rather listen to that jam session than fish, <laughs> you know, yeah. having a jam session. Like, no thanks to that. But, yeah, that, <laughs> I mean, they kind of start out as a really dark, heavy jam band. So, on yeah. on the Paranoid we go. Mm-hmm. My first note is, this is where shit gets good.
1: And this is the album that I was referring to earlier. This was my motos- motorcycle ride album that I had on my phone. And it is regarded
0: I, as their best okay so, good
1: yeah. my notes uh beside this love this album you know uh, i i I'm got love it. it off to the side good. so yeah
0: good war pigs amazing song oh, it's man. a classic uh the silence between the guitar and uh you know duh, duh, like there, there's si- there's little pieces of silence in there and it's the, just the less is more yeah and it's just done right because one of my favorite parts about one of my favorite bands tool or or bands like them I really like the chugging I like the doo-doo-doo-doo, doo-doo-doo-doo, yeah. I, I like little spaces of silence so I hear War Pigs which I know that song you know I've known it for years and I'm like sure. you know that's that's good stuff it doesn't have to be a continuous jam for me to get into it sometimes I want it to like make me move and make me stop and then pick me right back up again and that's kind of what War Pigs the opening track of this album did and I'm just like yeah this is where it's at
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And Ozzy sounds, Ozzy sounds really good here. Like the first album, you know, I, I was just like, you know, I understand the aesthetic as a whole. The second sure. album is like Ozzy starts finding his range a little bit. He starts finding his voice a little bit. Again, yep. I don't love Ozzy, but I didn't right. hate him on this album. I wasn't trying to tune him out at all on this album. So the drum and guitar sound the on this album in particular the drum and guitar sound set the stage for metal for the rest
1: of the tournament. I think so too. Yeah. It's just a, just like a machine, you know, just, uh, yeah. And it's, it's, I like it that you mentioned the, uh, the kind of the rhythm, the, the breaks and the notes and stuff, you know, sometimes the, I've always felt that the, uh, the notes that aren't played are just as important as the notes that are played. So I'm kind of glad that you mentioned that. That was a very good point. Uh, you know, I have war pigs love this paranoid, that song, man, that's been on my phone for years. It's a classic. You know? I mean, it's, oh, it's just I, a classic. I love, it. I love it. Uh, planet caravan, you know, it kind of, I enjoy that song. You know, it's kind of a slower, I don't even know how to describe it. Really? The song iron man man Mm -mm. overplayed it's kind of like it's kind of like it's their smells
0: like teen spirit is what that is it's their smells like teen spirit
1: you know i love the white stripes the seven nation army oh my gosh i'm so tired of hearing that yeah
0: that was a the, the first time you hear that though you're like yeah but that you know where that is the song from them you just get sick of it Smells like Teen spirit. If somebody's like, you want jam some smells like team spirit. Like, oh. do I think it's a great song. Yeah. Don't want to yeah. hear it for the 8,000th no. time. No, fuck. No, please don't. Same thing with same thing with seven nation army. Same thing with iron man. As soon as I hear, I am. I'm like, no, I am Skip turning it. this off. That's what I am. Sure. So it's a classic, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's nothing yeah, wrong it's... with iron man, but yeah. Sure. Yeah. Planet caravan. Not, not, I wasn't huge on that one. Yeah. Uh, electric funeral rocks ass oh man i love that electric funeral is a banger oh yeah big time banger Uh, hand of doom the 340 mark in the song the chugging guitar comes back and hits me right my heart barker loves chugging guitar (laughs) i don't love referring to myself in the third person but i did it oh that's okay i i I love the guitar in that 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 was so this album so far like top to bottom paranoid is a banger
1: sure yeah yeah i agree and that's why i chose this album i mean i kind of knew that this was an album to that i could listen to all the way through you know while being on a highway on my motorcycle not being able to switch through songs a whole lot so, yeah you know, this I, was i'll tell thing. you
0: man that's the best time to listen to a record too is, is, is oh it motorcycle is. best time because you got the wit i mean there's something de-stressing about riding a motorcycle anyways you could be oh, yeah. you could be ready to commit murder and if you go take a bike ride, you you come back and you're ready to hug someone. You know, you just well, feel so yeah, relaxed. Sure.
1: Yeah, and and you're in the moment while you're riding. Yep. Therefore, the music, you bring the music in, you're focusing on it as well. You're in the moment. So. Right. Yeah, good stuff. Good album. Really enjoyed it. Was a good album. Is this your favorite album?
0: <sighs> Probably. Okay. I, I kind of thought it might be. I, I mean, again, the consensus amongst – uh anyone who's jammed all the black Sabbath albums, this is typically their favorite. Okay. So, so I, that's my favorite thing to do after listening to all the albums. Like, especially if I find one where I'm like, this is my favorite and I bet it's no one else's go pull up those rankings, start looking at sure. the, the best uh, albums and, and paranoid is considered their best, probably 90% of the time. So rat okay. salad, uh, that was a solid instrumental. It's surprising how many instrumentals Black Sabbath does.
1: That's, I agree. I agree with that uh, as well. And you know, the, the song Jack the Stripper? Yeah. Uh, man, I tell you what, I'm a, I am ai was raised on early Van Halen. You know, uh, I was tight with my sister growing up. She was a big Van Halen fan, still yeah. is. Early Van Halen, the David Lee Roth years. You know, I heard so much early Van Halen sound and the song jack the stripper yeah oh yeah so i thought man those guys were were in tune with which you know all the cool cats were digging on black sabbath i'm sure oh yeah well that's what's fun like even if you don't
0: absolutely love them you you start hearing you start picking up some of those influential sounds and you and you start picking out artists like i i know they listen to it i know they listen to it i know they listen to it and i've got it written down here somewhere I probably shouldn't give it away quite yet, but there was a okay. band I was really surprised to hear the sound of uh, from Black Sabbath. Hopefully, I get there. Hopefully, I wrote it down. If not, I'll I'll shit uh, shit it out. Jesus, <laughs> shout <laughs> it out at the end. It shit it out, son. But yeah, Par- <laughs> Paranoid was a really damn good album. It wasn't my well, favorite. Okay. So there's 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 a little surprise coming. Was not my favorite masters of reality is next third album mm-hmm. my first note on this one which i love this style of music whether you want to call it a style or not uh-huh. stoner
1: rock stoner rock yeah and Stone that crossed my mind too and you know uh i'm i i'm in i don't want to say i'm in tune but i follow the motorcycle scene a whole lot you know and that's a pretty heavy term a lot of my playlists are or is stoner rock yeah yeah and that's some of
0: my favorite shit like i love queens of the stone age yeah stoner rock i mean there's just to me tool is stoner rock i mean there's anything that's a little trippy and a little weird and masters of reality was a little weird i mean it was Mm -hmm. it was kind of a far cry from paranoid i mean they, they really started experimenting with a lot of things here and Sweet Leaf. That, that's a pretty popular song in their that's catalog. A great riff. Great yeah. riff. Great yeah. riff. Great jam. That song's been covered a lot. I think System of a Down covered it cool. uh, with, with a rapper. I don't know if it was Method Man or, or something, but there was like a uh, back, oh. in, back in the, what the hell was that called? Back in the, uh, what's that? What's that genre after grunge? Neo, neo metal. Is that what it's okay. called? Neo
1: metal? Could be. I don't know. There was a
0: full album of covers done by like, it was like system of the down Lincoln park, all those two thousands bands, sure. 2000, 2010. And they all collaborated with rappers. Pretty good album. I have to find that one, but sure. I've heard this song covered a bunch. Fantastic riff. And from the beginning of this album, you're like, they've changed a little bit.
1: They've changed a little bit. Yeah. I had a sweet leaf. It's a good jam man the song after forever I thought oh my god this sounds like the opening theme song to the Friends TV show you know what with- I
0: just had that this was okay I didn't put those dots together though but go ahead
1: I thought, this sounds just like the opening theme song to Friends with Jack Black singing oh shit yeah, I, that's what I thought.
0: Of, man, skip this shit. I don't uh, like it. Did you listen to much Tenacious D in their heyday?
1: Man, I need to go back. That first I album was Jack gold, man. I, that first album was guys. so good. I need to go back and revisit that. But I have uh Children of the Grave that reminded me so much. Badass of early- song. Early Metallica, that galloping guitar sound, yeah. uh, chugging, just uh, good. Really good. That, so, that uh, children
0: of the grave, my note says maybe my favorite song so far. Like that song oh. hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. I was like, this, I can this is some Good shit. Good. Good shit. Uh, another, another instrumental in there before that was, uh, what's that? I can't even read my own damn handwriting. Embryo maybe weird instrumental. Another one of those weird instrumentals orchid after children of the grave, uh, sure. instrumental Lord of this world I had was okay. Solitude yeah. I had was slow, but odd and into the void I have is a jam. Yeah. But the reason I went through those so quick is cause, uh, Hey, it, it, it was a fun stoner rock album, but it didn't really grab me yet either. I thought it was good. Right. It was good. And this is really regarded in their top three all the time. So there's a few publications that had this as their best album. I disagree, but also the sound for 1971 on this one, just nuts. Absolutely nuts. No one sounded like this.
1: Nobody sounded like that. I don't even know what was popular. You know what the heavy hitters were.
0: uh, Uh, Beatles were pretty much done. Yeah. So Stones were still going. The Who was still going. Led Zeppelin. I mean, it was kind of yeah led zeppelin started hitting on all cylinders and some of those bands but but yeah i mean and i like this album i'd put it in their top five like it was a really good album wasn't as good as paranoid to me but it was different and i and i like growth so i didn't want to hear paranoid part two
1: i was pretty happy to hear
0: masters of reality out of them just again didn't grab me completely sure i understand any thoughts on that album before moving on to volume four
1: no, I think I've said what I've wanted to say regarding that album. You know, it was, it was different. You know, I agree with your comments. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to add to it. I don't think.
0: Yeah, solid but unspectacular is what I yeah. would call that one. So, Volume Four, a uh, quick hitter on this one. The album they wanted to name it Snowblind after the single. The record company said no. You're not doing that. Reason being. Snowblind is a reference to all the cocaine that they were doing when they were making this album.
1: Kevin Cocaine.
0: <laughs> Kevin Motherfucker Cocaine. <laughs> so, you know, record company's like, no, we know what Snowblind means. We're not idiots. <laughs> <laughs> we know you guys want to talk about how much you love cocaine. Let's just call it something else. They're like, we'll call it like Snow- fuck it, volume four.
1: <laughs> we'll call it Snow Deaf.
0: Snow Deaf. <laughs> Snow Leopard. We're predicting a version of the Mac operating system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah th- this one uh I, this one was pretty solid that we we went back to the whole multi song first track wheels of confusion slash this slash that solid yeah. song so like really solid song though Low- still a little more stoner rock on this one like it it feels like an extension of masters of reality i like this mm-hmm. one more than masters of reality though
1: yeah i would agree with that comment uh the song changes fucking beautiful was that was that a remake? Did something? Did I don't know. Did somebody performed that. I don't think I had. I I read.
0: I I read most of the paragraphs that that went along with the rankings of their albums, and a lot of those referred to changes as like oh, shit." Black Sabbath has a different side to them. but no, yeah. nothing said it was a cover. So I don't know.
1: Okay, okay I don't. I don't might know be why. Some I research was there that, real quick. And I could be. Com- I'm probably completely wrong about that. I don't know
0: changes black sabbath i did really like that song and yeah. w- and whenever that song popped up i kind of sat back and was like whoa like yeah. you know this you know I, I i heard a little bit of classic rock in those first three albums along with the metal but i hadn't heard anything like changes so when i heard changes Ozzy sounds real good on that
1: that's what i thought too
0: real good like that was the first moment where i was like okay as a vocalist I'm, start, sure. I'm starting to understand Ozzy a little bit more. It was good.
1: Sure, I don't I agree. see anything
0: about it being a cover. So okay, No, I'm Songwriters, not- Osborne, Iommi, Geezer, and Bill Ward.
1: Really? Good. Yeah, that, original. Uh, what a curveball.
0: That was a hell of a curveball, and well yeah. done, too. That, that song sure. was beautiful. I probably listened to that song three times straight once I ran into it because I was just okay. kind of blown away that Black Sabbath would go that way. Soft, you know, like if, for, yeah. for a for a metal band like that to actually decide to do a song like that, mm-hmm. you, it, it's instant respect for me because yeah, uh, you know, like you were talking about corrosion of conformity or cradle of mm-hmm. filth or whatever we were talking about, they probably don't have a song like that because they're just like Satan, Satan. But Black Sabbath's just like you know, Ozzy's like I'm gonna be honest and talk about how I'm going through changes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Damn good song, like oh, damn yeah, good I song. I think so too. Uh, the there was one track FX, and I thought, oh my gosh, it sounded like uh, they were trying to tune in some uh, guitar effects. Uh, oh yeah, was, I thought, why is this even on the album? But one of my all-time favorite riffs is just a complete. Oh, I love it. The Supernaut, that song.
0: Oh man, man, that, I love it. It that's some good riffage. I mean, that, that's. That- that's good stuff.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, probably one of my favorites. I would say
0: De- definitely pretty good. Uh, just, just the music in general. It's just, they're just showing you what they can do on this album. Every album, they start showing you more of what they can do. And, and again, I will fully admit you and I both, we got Sabbath out. We had moments where we had sure. to turn it off. We don't love Ozzy, but there's still a level of respect there, even though, I may not listen to 90% of this ever again. I'm really glad I went through it and heard those influences and heard those instrumentals and heard riffs. I had never heard before that were fabulous.
1: Sure. Yeah. And that's exactly what this is all about. Uh, you know, going through everything just to find out, you know, what we're missing out on, you know, even if we don't find anything, at least we tried. Right. And if somebody
0: ever asks, like, have you ever heard, you know, super nut, you can be like, well, fuck yeah, I have It's a good jam
1: oh yeah exactly uh there were uh i had one note uh i don't like acoustic sabbath a whole lot no me neither i don't like acoustic sabbath there were uh, a few songs uh under the sun i wanted to not like this song but i kind of liked it a little bit yeah i've got Uh, i've got that as being
0: the official first ever stoner rock anthem
1: okay makes sense yeah and the, uh, Laguna, Saint,
0: Laguna sunrise was too soft, by the way. That's, uh, that's gotta be what we're talking about acoustically. Like I was like, yeah, piss on this. This isn't.
1: Santa yeah. I was like, this is just filler is all this is. I don't right. know. The, uh, Saint Vitus or Vitus dance. I wanted to not like this, but you know, I was kind of tapping my toe a little bit. It was yeah. okay. But yeah. I thought, man, I don't want to like this shit, but I kind of like it a little bit.
0: So yeah. And you got Snowblind on there. We pass that one over. That's probably one of their better songs they ever came out with. Uh, You know, and it's about cocaine. So that's fun. That's fun. Gotta love some cocaine. I had read that uh, on this album and also on Masters of Reality, they were having cocaine smuggled in in speaker cabinets, not just little bits, full speaker cabinets of cocaine. Is that right? (laughs) Yeah. I guess they were doing so much cocaine. I better save this. I'll talk about cocaine more in a couple albums. But yeah, this, this was a good album. I thought one, two, three, and four, super, super solid. I, I, I top to bottom again, nothing grabbed me as though I'm going to be like Sabbath for life. I'm going to listen to this every day for the rest of my life. I didn't even think I'm going to listen to this once a week for the rest of my life. Not even once a month for the rest of my life. But I just, I appreciate all four of those albums. Those are so important to a lot of the shit that I grew up on. And I recognize that. And I, I definitely appreciate the fact that this band came into existence. Exactly. Sabbath, bloody Sabbath. Sabbath, bloody Sabbath. My feelings started to change. (laughs) I hated this fucking album and it's regarded as one of their better ones too. I hate it. I hate that. I, I, I'm not even afraid to say it. I hate this album. Okay, I don't like it. Oh, uh, title track. I heard some Tool and Helmet in there. I thought okay, definitely some influences there, and I appreciated that. I'll hand it over to you after that title track. I'm feeling I'm feeling okay, but not great. Take take it away. Tell me some. Tell me a few okay. things about this, and we'll move through the list of songs.
1: I just have a few notes on this album. I have uh, about the only positive comment that i have a uh, national acrobat i kind of dig it a little bit uh the song fluff sappy acoustic piano yeah my notes say, my notes say who dis
0: my notes say fluff is... is instrumental fluff
1: <laughs> instrumental fluff uh sabra cadabra the only thing i know about this song i believe metallica yes. recorded this song in like a garage days maybe or garage ink album yeah garage ink okay yep. yeah yep uh Sp- the song spiral architect my notes say the who are playing instruments with rush lyrics kind yeah. of like a rock opera yep. that i don't like yeah uh
0: song six who are you i just wrote 80 synth what the fuck
1: yeah, yeah. Like a,
0: you know this this was an experimental album rage uh oh like a national or what'd you say the acrobat song was it a national acrobat
1: that's what my notes say. I might be incorrect. I
0: do have the that I I saw that as rage against the machine like. I felt like that could be an influence for rage and the guitar, okay. the guitar was excellent. Uh the and I've got song 5 generic guitar on killing yourself to live. Like it's just is Yeah. This this album just didn't hit me. And again, it's recommend it's it's a uh, not recommended. It is held in high graces among sabbath fans as one of their top three or four albums i i just thought this album was not good
1: and you know after you say that i gave this album two chances i still feel the same about it i'm not going to give it a third chance i i
0: was not digging it at all like after those first four albums i was like okay i don't love sabbath but i like sabbath i like sabbath that's where i was at with this and then i heard sabbath bloody sabbath and I admittedly also know the title of that album and have heard the title of that album and seen it held in high regard. So I was excited to hit play on this motherfucker. And once I did, I was like, what did I just listen to? What the hell was that?
1: Yeah. And you know, with some of these albums, man, I thought I just want to get through this shit as fast as I can. And I'm going to listen to some Eminem. I'm going to listen to some <laughs> Yellow Wolf. Spaghetti, I want to listen to spaghetti, some-
0: spaghetti. I'm gonna listen to
1: some tool. I'm gonna uh, you recommended Chevelle's latest album. I'm gonna listen to that I wanna hear him get this kind of shit. A so I can listen to this other shit. You know, it's just really getting in my way.
0: So here my notification went. Son of a bitch. I thought I'd turn those notifications off. Yeah, this album sucked. I mean, I just I just don't have any other way to spin it. And I'm sorry, Sabbath fans. I know you love this shit. You're gonna get more pissed at us here in a little bit. I hated this album. I, I was just like, okay. This is the point where I was like, I've got to listen to something else for a couple hours. Like, this is where I got just burnt the hell out on Sabbath. I was pissed. I was dying. Yeah, happy. I was
1: too. Yeah, I thought...
0: Uh... I was like, I've got 15 more of these bastards to go, <laughs> or 14 more of these bastards to go after that garbage.
1: Yeah, I thought this is the beginning of the end. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't happy.
0: Luckily... For me, anyways, I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Here's my okay. fa- here's my favorite Sabbath album. Okay. Surprisingly. So we go through the first four, and I'm like, hell yeah, Sabbath. Five, yep. I'm like, fuck, I hate Sabbath. Not really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sabotage. First of all, these dudes did so much cocaine that Geezer Butler wore his wife's red tights to the photo shoot, and you could see right through them. I love that cocaine, son. <laughs> There's so much coke that you put on the wrong pants for the photo shoot. Love that. Uh, yeah. This album is my favorite Sabbath album. Okay, and yeah. I think that is a uh, that's going to be in the minority. There, I did read a couple other folks reading through all the rankings. A few guys saying Sabotage is so underrated and it was their best album. It's generally considered their sixth or seventh best which it fell in as their sixth album released am i going insane i think i went out of order here but that was my first note to me that had to inspire the band ghost and i'm a huge ghost fan okay so that that song i was like damn i hear ghost through and through and i know through interviews that ghost listens to sabbath so i'm like this is the song this is where okay. Ghost heard this shit and was like, this is what we want our band to sound like. Because to me, bands like Sabbath, bands like the Beatles, I feel like bands that we grew up with, they hear a song from one of these classic artists and they're like, okay, here's our band. This song right here, we're going to start with that and we're going to make our band from it. And that I feel, like, sense, I feel yeah. like Ghost heard Am I Going Insane and thought, when I do start a band, we're going to start sounding like this at first. Okay. I'm going to grab a beer while you talk. I'll still hear you. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's completely fine. Yeah, I had a a few songs on this. Uh, The song Hole in the Sky. Uh, You know, I I have that down as a jam.
0: Love that song.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Was it the song Symptom of the Universe? Yeah. Uh, Man, I love the music of that. Uh, I have vocals, meh, kind of on that one. You know the. uh...
0: I I will say I will add to that song "Symptoms of the Universe." Mm -hmm. I loved it. Mm -hmm. I don't know why because to me, like this is the album where they started creeping into that late seventies, early eighties sound. Yeah, a little bit. The guitar got a little higher pitched. Ozzy's voice got a little higher pitched, and I don't know why or what happened. But the first time I listened to it. I had to scratch out all my notes because the first time I listened to it, I was like, you know, you know, second listen, I was paying more attention. And it started grabbing the shit out of me. So symptoms of the universe. I like that song a lot. I even liked Ozzy's lyrics. I was like, it doesn't even sound that much like Aussie, which makes me like it more.
1: Sure. Okay. That makes sense. The, uh, megalomania, uh,
0: I, l- I liked that song a lot. I did too. And and there was some eighties. Uh, that was like the beginning of eighties guitar sound to me. And they did it yeah. in 75. Like, and I don't yeah. love eighties guitar sound, but somehow they made it work. And, and that song, it was kind of a journey.
1: Yeah. The yeah. only, uh, well, I don't want to say two negative comments. The, uh, song, I'm assuming it's pronounced super czar. Yeah. That's how I looked at it. Okay, man, I thought this song, uh, no offense to Queen, because I'm a huge Queen fan, but I thought this damn song should be on a Flash Gordon movie soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> no no offense to, to right. Queen. I'm a huge fan of Queen. And Queen's a, a band that I need to know more about. Oh, yeah, we'll
0: get there. We're going to need a sure. break, but we'll get there. And and, and I'll mention this multiple times. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, watching this podcast please help us out. Cause we need a break. We need a break sure. from seventies rock, sixties rock, eighties rock. Yeah. Sure. We could dive into rock. That's newer that we haven't given a chance. Cause this show will explore everything that we haven't given a chance. And even some things that we have given a chance, but, uh, we, we need to do a different genre and we've decided we want the next episode to, to swing in the hip hop arena. Sure. So if anyone has any, uh, hip hop artists they think are massively responsible for anything great minus sure. Eminem. Cause obviously we've heard it all. Uh, yeah. I mean, I have, and I know you have.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: DMX don't suggest that cause I've heard it all unless you haven't Hicks. But then again, two, for the or, most th- part. two or three albums and you're done with DMX. He didn't do it. He, he fell off a cliff, yeah. but but if you have any hip hop recommendations, by all means, send them our way. We'll also post that we could use them as well. Sure. But, uh, But, yeah, this, man, I I don't know why, but Sabotage hit me like a ton of bricks. I don't know what it is. I love this album, and this is the one album throughout the whole discography that I probably will go back to every once in a while and just jam it on the way to work. For some reason, the total package of that album I I thought was brilliant, especially after listen number five because I went on a binge on it before I even moved on. Dude. I went, I went on this album hardcore and I was like, okay, this is my shit. And I think that my wife might even like it, even though she hates Ozzy. Cause it just has a little bit more of a <clears throat> classic rock sound with just a little extra edge. Wu Tang says Brian Spriggs. That might be exactly where we need to go. Let's do it. Wu Tang. It is Brian. Thank you. I never yep. even thought about that. I didn't either. Wu Tang. Boom. I've listened to like three songs, couldn't even tell you the name. Wu-tang, Wu-Tang it is. Sounds good. Back to Sabotage. The Thrill of It All, I de- I dug that song a lot as well. Uh, strange, very strange, strong, experimental sounds. That's, I think that's why I like this one. They experimented with it, but not in the same way as Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. It was more of an experienced uh, exploration of sound from them, and I just thought they kind of hit a weird pinnacle there before they fell back off.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. You know, I was trying to, uh, I kind of knew when we were talking back and forth, uh, I was really curious regarding what album that you were referring to that you were going back to. I was being coy. I thought, man, it's going to be an album. It's it's not going to be an album that I expect. Right, right. So I didn't
0: expect it either because I was like, you know I- – Going through this, I'm like paranoid's probably going to be my favorite, just like everyone else's.
1: Yeah, that's. I mean, it's like oh, what which would have want? been fine. You know, it's like vanilla. Some... Give me vanilla. You know, paranoid is just. It's just a... <sighs> I mean, it's good. You know, it's, it's good. It's, yeah, but it's nothing. That's. It's that's my second. Uh, it's probably my second favorite. So I mean, it, it
0: was. It was close. There's just something about sabotage that ripped my balls off and shoved them down my throat.
1: Sure. Yeah. That's good. I was. I was, that's I what was digging about. it. Uh,
0: super, super czar, like you were saying to me, I had written down ghost jam again, like ghost heard this one too and, okay. and just thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, the writ that was just okay to me. It was a little too artsy fartsy. Uh, yeah. but, but I still appreciate the fact that they, they can go in that artsy fartsy direction.
1: Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. I agree. I agree.
0: Any more thoughts on this one? I didn't figure that we would fall in the same place on it, which is good. I don't want us to like everything the exact same because so far we're pretty damn close. (laughs) I mean, we're we're batting about the same batting average through every episode. We typically love the same shit, hate the same shit with small variations. And this one, I was like, oh yeah, sabotage is my jams and it's going to hit Hicks like a ton of bricks. (laughs) He's going to be like, what the fuck's wrong with Barker? (laughs)
1: <laughs> well i'll tell you why i i went through this album twice uh with your uh interest in it i'm definitely i'll go back and hit it again you know maybe i uh you know some of this music i had to be in the mood for you know yeah. i was kind of listening to this in the background you know we've talked before there's certain artists that man i can just uh, tool it doesn't matter what kind of mood i'm in i can listen to tool same if I'm. Kind of Sabbath, I have to be in the right mood. You yeah. know, I woke up this morning and I did a refresher and I had my coffee and, you know, the sun was shining. I was like, yes, this is some good shit. And I got to like, I'm six. I was like, damn, I hate this shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank, thank God that's where this thing all goes downhill. So album six. Oh wait, that was sabotage. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say one thing. Seven.
1: Go I, ahead. I, I'm sorry. No, you good. I, I'm glad because I thought I was afraid that you're gonna say when you were kind of throwing some hints out that you had one album that you went back and listened to. Yeah. I'm glad that it's not the last album because I thought, man, I was. Wait, what, do you, of- what do you mean by the last one? Thirteen. Oh god damn. Just we're wait, skipping,
0: son. Don't jump skipping, to conclusions yet.
1: Don't jump but to I, conclusions. I, I thought, man, I hope this isn't Barker's number one album. Don't but jump but to I was, conclusions. I was, I was I was putting the pieces together and I thought, well, I was running through the timeline in my head and I thought, well, he circled back around. So he's like in number <laughs> album number three, not oh, number shit. nineteen. Listen, so, you, you,
0: sorry, you done fucked it up. 13's in my thirteen's in my top five. Okay. I fucking yeah. loved it. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I loved it. So so you kind of hit the nail on the head. It was close. It was up there. I we- didn't mean to skip ahead, so let's step, I a step back. I don't let's care. I don't care. The rest, there's a, there's a whole lot of shit in between, so oh it's my fine. Gosh. Technical ecstasy, kill me with a fucking plastic spoon. Kill me Slow. with a plastic spoon. Uh, before this album, I literally wrote a, a pre-note before moving on to this stage, and I said, so far... Not all metal, there's a soft side to Sabbath and there's a lot of balance to this band. And I appreciated that balance. Yeah. Well, with Technical Extence, uh, Technical Ecstasy, which had the lamest fucking album cover I've ever seen as oh, well. That was horrible, awful. I don't know what the fuck that was supposed to be. Like some robot spraying oil on a skyscraper while also shooting it with a laser. I don't know what the That's shit right. that was. What is that? Yeah, what man. is that? I don't know. That looks like yeah. that looks like a that looks like a freaking uh, god, uh, like a Talking Heads album cover. And it yeah, might be good. I, I don't know yet. But that was what the yeah. what the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I, I saw that album art, and I was like, oh man. Yeah, um, you kind of get a good idea from it. Rock and roll doctor. I saw that song. That song sucks ass. I thought, oh my gosh, this is like meatloaf that's shit. A, or that's something. a Kiss titled song. Yes yes yeah like just garbage
0: backstreet kids uh the title the first track on it it was a little 80s ish but I, but I, but i wasn't ready to just piss on the album yet i was like okay they're, they're, they're we're getting closer to the 80s i get it they're starting to get a little 80s 80s ish you won't change me very 80s ish and Somebody i said needs to change you yeah yeah no doubt through the first couple tracks, I wrote, I can't tell a difference between this and early eighties 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 rock bands. Couldn't tell the yeah. difference. Yeah, uh, this they lost themselves on this album, in my opinion. I'll let you go you, through a few notes and and I'll hit back.
1: No, I really don't have a lot. Uh, I didn't even. I don't even think I took notes on this album because I knew that it sucked. Uh, <laughs> I didn't you know, enjoy it. It was 1976, uh, part two, the beginning of the end. Uh, man, I don't know. I just, I thought, are they just trying to fulfill their contract with the record label? Just trying to,
0: you know, I, I, I read that on a couple albums and I think this partly was kind of that. I think, uh, I don't remember if Tony O I, I said this about this one or the next one, but he was basically just saying that album shit. We were rushed by the record company yeah aussie was too fucked up to do anything good like and it's obvious i mean you won't change me sucks i yeah put, uh it's all right i put that's not aussie that's that's the soft side and they went too soft the song gypsy i wrote is this the who What what's going on yeah. here uh, i heard uh, a lot of you yeah I'm all, mo- it, all moving parts blah rock and roll doctor i already said that's garbage She's Gone, 80s Bullshit, Dirty Woman, 80s Bullshit. No wonder she's gone. No no doubt. (laughs) I was gone after this album. I was like, if they can get me back at all, congratulations to them. Technical Ecstasy was a pile of shit. Just a pile of shit.
1: Yeah, not impressed. My final
0: note, this sucked with exclamation marks. This is where I was like, man, I'm not going to make it to album 19. There's no way.
1: Yeah, I thought so, too. I thought uh, I'd probably switched over to a little bit of Eminem during this. You know, hurry up, blast through this. Yeah. Uh, uh, Thank God this isn't your favorite album, which I knew it would be. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you would have been blown away if I had been like, technical ecstasy (laughs) rocked my (laughs) world. It just rocked it. It did not. And never say die. I have next to no notes on at all. I never say die. There's horns. What the fuck? Uh, my next note just says, Ugh. my next note just says, nope, this, this album was just dire trash. Never say uh, die was just absolute trash. It it doesn't even belong in rotation on Apple music, Spotify, or record stores.
1: Oh, I I agree. Yeah. I don't have anything good to say about this. It was, uh, it was the last Sabbath album. (laughs) according to my notes or the last Sabbath album with Ozzy. I'm
0: sorry. It was, it, it was definitely the last Sabbath album with most of the members, if not all the members, it might've been all the members.
1: Oh my God. The song air dance, piano, bass ballad. Dude, uh,
0: it's trash. Hey, it's just, it's so bad. I would rather listen to imagine dragons than this album.
1: Yeah, it's bad. That's how bad it is. So I don't have anything else to say about that album. Uh, Nor do I, Moving ahead to the the album cover
0: was kind of cool. Yeah. It was kind of cool, album cover. I recognized it when I saw it too. Did you? Okay. Which got me excited. I was like, I know this album cover. This might be good. And 15 minutes later, I said, I might be stupid.
1: (laughs) No, you're not stupid. Ozzy leaves in 1979
0: and in 1980, Ah. Black Sabbath reunites with Ronnie James Dio. Claimed. Loved metal vocalist that I can't stand. I can't stand it. I can't stand the sound of his voice. I don't like that genre. I don't like that sound. I don't care how good of a vocalist you are. I don't care if you're Kelly fucking Clarkson. As soon as I don't care if you're Adele. I don't. It Freddie Mercury. If Freddie Mercury would have came out on stage and been like, "We will, we will." (laughs) I'd have been like, fuck Freddie Mercury. (laughs) Fuck that guy. But this, it's just, I look at the clock and I look at the timer on this podcast and I'm like, we're 56 minutes in to a show we like to keep at a minimum of an hour and 20 at a maximum of maybe an hour and a half. Sure. We're fucked, but we're not because this album sucks. The next album sucks. The next album sucks. The next album sucks. The next, <laughs> album sucks. the next album sucks. The next album and the next album and the next album and the next album all suck.
1: Oh, it's so bad. I, don't, I couldn't figure out. I was going through this and I thought, who would want to invest money into this? Were they just selling the name? But why would a record label want to invest in something like this, thinking that they would get money back?
0: The crazy part about it is this album, Heaven and Hell with Ronnie James Dio is regarded as one of their best albums. Jeez. (laughs) It is regarded as one of their top five albums, almost consensusly through every publication People thought that Ronnie James Dio coming to this band brought back Black Sabbath, Dark Side, when all I hear is, I love rainbows
1: in the dark.
0: I fucking hate that guy. I understand that he's got some pipes. I get it. But that sound to me is more cheesy than a fucking group of Green Bay Packer fans in the stands with cheese on their heads. It's awful. I hate it. And I'm sorry. I don't mean any disrespect, but it sucks.
1: One of the top five. I put this album at like 18 or 19. Oh, I
0: I would love to put this album at 18 or 19, but I can't because everything after it fucking blows harder.
1: That's what I'm saying too. Yeah. Like they started
0: doing some crazy shit. I'll just go through some quick hitters. Mob rules. Also Dio also sucked born again. Okay, Dio's gone, so they get Ian Gillen of Deep Purple, and I (laughs) think I like Deep Purple. I hope I like Deep Purple. We'll probably get to Deep Purple, because we'll get there, but I read that Ian Gillen of Deep Purple joins Black Sabbath after Dio's departure on Born Again, which is the single most dumbest looking fucking there it is I. if you're just listening on the podcast watch the video so you can see this dumbass red baby that looks like fucking cat in a hat with claws <laughs> and teeth is
1: it, what is it I don't know that Push looks back into the cave that it crawled out of I don't know it looks like
0: two red Teletubbies fucked and that little satanic baby came out it's oh my gosh. awful it's awful and that album sucks and I don't care about these other singers seventh star was the next album after Born Again. Uh Glenn Hughes of Deep Purple was now the singer. So we've got two Deep Purple singers. Isn't this was song? supposed to be just a Tony Iommi album, but the record company's like, "No, put the label Black Sabbath on it." So it's like Black, Black Sabbath featuring Tony Iommi and his goofy cover. permed hair on the front of the <laughs> album cover. And yeah. once again, this album sucked balls.
1: Oh, so bad.
0: There's nothing else to say about the last four albums. They're just, to me, I get it. If, if you if you love 80s hair metal and you love Ronnie James Dio and you love all that shit, you probably love all this. Sure. But me, I, I hate the 80s. Hate yeah. the 80s. If we find a whole bunch of stuff in the 80s that we like, I'll be shocked because I hate the 80s. Oh, the, yeah. The Eternal Idol was the next album. Tony Martin, the second longest tenured vocalist, for Black Sabbath, was on this one. A lot of folks praise him. I think he sucks. So Yeah, he's got pipes. Again, like Ronnie James Dio, but every single singer between Ozzy and Ozzy all did the same. And I don't like it. I just don't. Headless Cross, album 14, Tony Martin, Fertilizer. Album 15, Tire, T-Y-R, some kind of lord of the rings bullshit tony martin sucks 16 dehumanize stolen album cover straight out of megadeth a computer shocking a guy into being some kind of android sucked ass again that was dio dio returns thank god no it sucks 17 cross purposes dio again hell yeah fuck that 18 forbidden tony martin comes back we love this guy sounds like a nascar driver fuck that now we're to album number 19. That's how easy it was. We hit the hour mark, and I started talking about being worried at hour or minute 55. Oh, yeah. Finally. Uh, Finally. The rock has come back to Black Sabbath.
1: (laughs) It's Ozzy. Ozzy, uh, produced by Rick Rubin. Uh, Man, the the music on this album, I really, really enjoy it. Uh, I probably need to give this another chance do it uh the song loner i have notes that's a jam the uh song age of reason i said is metallica playing this on aussie singing great Which riff, that's, not, that's great not a bad riff. thing uh, i'm a metallica fan uh live forever great jam shitty lyrics in <laughs> yeah. my opinion yeah uh peace of mind I thought, oh my god this is Soundgarden." Your sound garden, yeah, which is a great thing because I love Sound Garden, but you know, I didn't hate this album. Uh, maybe I was kind of pissed at Ozzy for leaving us with you know that long line (laughs) of shitty albums. Yeah, Yeah, I thought I'm still pissed at you, Ozzy. Yeah, still a little Uh,
0: mad that you went off and did your old No More Tears bullshit while we had to listen to fucking rainbow and dark over and over again
1: yeah yeah but uh man i need to go back and revisit this album i love the music i wasn't a big fan of the vocals
0: see Uh, i i was very surprised and maybe it was because we we got fed a little bit of candy and then they're like fuck you eat some green beans sure for 12 albums or 10 albums or whatever it was nine albums it was quite a few but but once like after i got done skimming through Forbidden with Tony Martin, which is regarded as their worst album. I, I don't know how you would even regard it that. I They're all just anything Dio Martin, deep purple guys, all worst.
1: Wipe it from history.
0: Please God. But I was appreciative to hear Ozzy come back, and I was appreciative to hear that deep, dark, brooding... Evilish sound again. Like Tony Iommi, <laughs> even at this age in 2013, still shredding with those Pinocchio fingers. <laughs> still, still, Geppettoing Geppetto
1: yeah. and the shit out of that guitar. Little tater top fingers. He's killing
0: it. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Idaho potato. <laughs> knocking Jeez. it out of the park, man. Oh, I, no doubt. The music was badass. And, uh, you know, I thought I heard a little bit, um, I don't know how many people produce any kind of music or podcast or anything like this or that, but, but there, there is a such thing as using too much compression and adding too much volume to instruments in a mix that I think it was uh Rick Rubin, I believe produced this Mm -hmm. album.
1: Rick Rubin produced this album.
0: It wore on my ears a little bit because the drums and the guitar were just so over compressed and loud. I had to adjust my EQ settings on my car stereo. And once I did that, I was like, okay, I'm dialed in. I, I absolutely really liked this album. It was a full metal sound. Mm-hmm. It was the best shit they'd released in 38 years. In my sure. opinion. Sure. End of the beginning. Uh, I liked it a lot. God is dead. Really fucking good. I've got Loner and zeitgeist is Okay. Mm-hmm. age of reason I have a solid great riffs on the back half of that track okay live forever was a good jam bad lyrics damaged soul was okay and dear father was solid uh great album mm-hmm. cover I thought that was a cool ass album cover oh like, yeah a couple artists went out in the field made eight foot an eight foot one an eight foot 13 set it on fire the reason the album was called 13.
1: my next question.
0: They uh they had eight tracks that they thought was that were really good solid releases and the record company said fuck you guys do 13. Fuck you we'll burn a 13. There <laughs> yeah. you go. So Black yeah. Sabbath still heavily uh you know fuck you satan rules kind of attitude.
1: You know, if you're, getting, if you're getting the original members of Black Sabbath together, why wouldn't you just stay out of the way? I don't know. You know not throw out requirements and all that bullshit. Know.
0: They, they should have brought Tom Petty in to do a couple numbers with him just so he'd be there to tell the record companies to go,
1: fuck off. He was probably just in the next room, you know, uh, in Rick Rubin's studio. Probably, <laughs> you know,
0: yeah. Probably brought,
1: brought him in.
0: Man, did you watch that uh, documentary yet? Not yet running down a dream. Definitely watch that. I'm going to ruin one part for you. Okay, go ahead. Not a major part. Yeah. I don't remember the artist, but there was an artist in that documentary that basically wanted Tom Petty to collaborate with him. So Tom Petty goes and collaborates with this guy. The song he goes to collaborate with him on ends up being a track that this dude doesn't even have his hands on. Really the studio, the, the, the record companies like this song will be a hit do this song. If you do this song, it'll be a hit. Tom Petty Mm -hmm. reads it. He's like in the documentary, even looks at the, the, the guys in the studio that were big guys and says, this is, this is trash. Why are you having this great artist do this trash? And he looked at him. He's like, don't do this. This is shit. Don't fuck with this. Yeah. Still love Tom Petty. I can't like, I don't mean to bring him into a black Sabbath episode, no door but he's you know anybody having problems with your record company back then i know it's too late now because he's gone just call up tom and say tom my record company's giving me shit dude <laughs>
1: come down <laughs> here and,
0: and and bring your acoustic guitar and be like no i won't back
1: down <laughs> don't you make me call tom you <laughs> don't, bastard
0: oh you make me call fucking tom <laughs> don't do it he'll come yeah. down here and put a mud crutch up your ass <laughs> but <laughs> i really like 13 I, okay. the first listen through, I thought this sounds like Aussie solo stuff, but I was like, yeah. you know what? It was so heavy and riffy. I'm going to give it another chance. And I gave it another chance and I gave it another chance. The next thing you know, I got stuck on this album and okay. I was like, this is better than anything they've done since sabotage. And this was them at their heaviest. Like you might be able to point at paranoid and their, their original album and be like that dark brooding sound. It doesn't get any heavier. And it may not. But musically, it can get heavier, and they just rocked ass on this album. It it was a damn good album. Even Ozzy's singing didn't bother me, probably because okay. I was so used to hear nah. Yeah. Ozzy even, I was fine with Ozzy by this point. I was like, thank God you're back, Ozzy. Like, yeah. you're a goofy son of a bitch, but thank God you're back.
1: Yeah, and... and- i'll uh i'll definitely give this album another chance you know i when it first came out it was first released i gave it a chance then back in 2013 uh i don't know the timing i just wasn't in the mood for it then uh by the time and i mentioned earlier by the time i uh, got to this album man i was sabbathed out i was yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the last run it was just like uh I thought, man, the music's good. I I I honestly skimmed through this album just because I was I, I, need, t- to to, I need to get back to Yellow Wolf or some shit. I'll, you know? I'll tell just you
0: be- and that new Yellow Wolf album is good. We're gonna recommend some new albums for you at the end of this. Yeah. But uh I, I will admit I I skimmed through all that D O deep purple Tony Martin bullshit. As soon as I heard that and knew Ozzy wasn't coming back, I was like I'm going to go against the grain here and I'm going to listen to 13. So I listened to 13 after I started heaven and hell. Okay. I was like, fuck this. I'm going to move straight to 13. Yeah. So, so I cheated a little bit. I didn't go completely in order because I couldn't go completely in order because my eighties hating brain couldn't do it. So sure, I went yeah. straight to 13 and I was like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> so give it, give it maybe a week, give it two weeks, give it however long, you sure. need a rock to be out of your system. Yeah. And then go back. I, I think, I think that 13 is the only other album, which always have a special place in my heart for those first four, like yeah. the self-titled paranoid uh, masters of reality and volume Four. great albums. I will remember yeah. them and I, and I will be like, you know, that is truly where metal started to me. Yeah. Not a big metal guy myself, but but I can appreciate that metal like the beginning of it is good the only two albums i see myself going back to regularly are sabotage and 13 i like 13 that much okay and i really just thought it was a triumphant return especially after all that bullshit in between i can't believe people like that do guy i just can't believe it
1: i don't know why
0: i don't either yeah Maybe i don't sounds yet. just like motley Crue. Or just like Poison, or just I, I like Winger, I had,
1: I had a note that said, "This is some bad Motley Crue."
0: Terrible Motley. I'd rather listen to Motley Crue than that. No oh, shit. that's
1: exactly the way I felt. You know, I don't it's... hate
0: Motley Crue actually. Like you know, I don't like the '80s, but if I was going to listen to some '80s, probably be Motley Crue. Probably be little tiny bit of Poison. A little bit. Of Warrant. Warrant was my favorite band before grunge came along. Actually, ashamed yeah. of that, but you know,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's all right.
0: Happens. But yeah, I yeah, 13 was solid. Uh total experience coming away from listening to Black Sabbath. Uh first 5 out of 6 albums good enough for me to to enjoy. Not anything that's going to stick with me long term, but then at the same time, the more I listen to Sabotage, the more I listen to 13. Pretty damn good albums. So, so I might, I might keep hitting them up every once in a while when I need a little dose of classic heavy and a little dose of just heavy because I don't listen to a lot of heavy shit now. Right. Getting too old for that shit. Yeah. But when I do want a little piece of heavy, 13's, 13's, uh, it's a pretty solid album for me. So,
1: yeah. The, uh, I'll tell you the music, the, the bass and just about, Almost every song was really good. Geezer Butler's a badass. And I didn't know it, that going in. I didn't either, you know. But that's uh definitely some good jams, but I focus more what I listen to. Uh I focus more on the music. Uh like I said, I was probably just pissed off at Ozzy because he left us what he did to us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You know. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, listen, that, uh, full transparency on this show me and hicks talk through the whole process of going through these albums yeah and and we make suggestions to each other and often often oftentimes those suggestions are skim through that shit sure and after ozzy's departure well fuck man before ozzy's departure nobody wants that technical ecstasy and never say die bullshit but but at least Mm. that was worth giving one spin to see to see it go off the rails a little bit, but I'll be damned if I want to watch the train just run through the fucking city, which is what happened on heaven and hell. Yeah. I don't want to hear that shit, man. That, that, that sound is so cliche and generic to me. To me, that's when music died for a while. That's why Nirvana, in my opinion, busted out of the scene the way that they did because they followed a bunch of shit like Ronnie James Dio if you're a metalhead, I'm sorry, but, right. I'm at, but I'm not at the same time. Like, it's just, he's got pipes, but that's not everything. Like, you still got to be <sighs> revolutionary. Is there any 80s band that you can say was like just a revolution of music? I don't think so.
1: Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't I mean, it's
0: certainly not that well and garbage, you know. The oh. lear- and, and you know what? A lot of publications said the lyrics were really good, and I read some of them, and they were. I mean, they were. I mean, Ronnie James Dio didn't have an issue with lyrics, like, lyrically, some really compelling shit. But if you take a Stephen King book and read it like, and then he turned thinner! <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm not reading it. I'm not yeah. reading it. Like, that's just, yep.
0: that's the goofiest fucking music sound I've ever heard in my life, and I can't get past it.
1: I can't either. You know, a lot of it, it's just, ex- it's expected. There's nothing unexpected in it. It's just really um, manufactured shit, in my opinion. Mine too. Yeah, is it. uh, I I don't. You know, I've known people who have really been into that kind of music and stuff, and it's just... Uh, does absolutely, the only thing it does for me is make me try to find something else to yeah use to erase that out of my memory.
0: <laughs> yes, please. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. The best thing ab- about the non-Aussie years in Black Sabbath was the fact that it made me grab this bottle of Fireball that's been in my fridge for about a year. <laughs> yeah, I knew that I would be much more fun talking about Dio and these other fucking black sabbath replacement singers these scabs if i was a little bit inebriated thank god for fireball for this episode because i just <laughs> I have zero interest about talking about those albums there's just i didn't i admit fully transparency i didn't listen to a single song all the way through on any of those right. non aussie albums because i didn't either. i couldn't yeah i couldn't it was that bad What albums are you recommending uh, new releases with Yellow Wolf new album? That's a jam.
1: Oh, my gosh, dude. I love it so much. That is a jam. I I keep going back to it. Uh, You know, I still haven't listened to the Chevelle album that you mentioned earlier today in a message.
0: I'm a big Chevelle fan. Uh, That sprouted from Tool. Like they're obviously tool, they were tool ripoffs that I think found their way a little bit, but that Everyone. is one of those bands that did not stray away from what made them popular. Yeah. All their albums are just, you're not going to find anything that is uh brand new. They, they don't expand their sound a whole lot. It's just, right. it's just consistency. If you like the first two or three Chevelle albums, you're going to like them all. Because they yeah. don't stray far from the path, and and they they lay down some good riffs. The vocals are solid. I, they're not one of my favorite bands, but when a Chevelle album comes out, I listen to it because they just they kick my ass.
1: Sure, yeah, yeah, I agree with that uh that's really about all i have as far as new stuff
0: kings of leon i'm a fan of like when i want to hit my softer side up uh that was actually the last band i saw a lot no it wasn't it was the next to last band i saw live before all this pandemic garbage thanks Dio for the pandemic even though you're dead (laughs) but uh kings of leon got a new album uh it's it's very somber it's very slowish and if i want slow i'll listen to taylor Swift folklore not kings of leon But it's still an okay album. That one was okay. Uh, I'm going to have to look through and see what else there was. I feel like there was a couple other newest releases that were decent. But again, we need some rap, so it looks like Wu-Tang is next.
1: Hey, man, that sounds good. It does sound
0: good. I I never thought in my teens, 20s, and 30s that I'd need a, a break from rock and roll music. But oh yeah, I know what you mean. And the craziest shit, I'm a fucking pasty ass white dude that will be 40 in a few months. I need some hip hop in my life right now in the worst way.
1: Yeah, you know, growing up I was kind of into the Run-DMC. You know, I'm pretty uh familiar with Run-DMC uh as far as older stuff, but by the time, you know, when Wu-Tang was popular, man, I was not listening to stuff like Wu no, I wasn't either. I did jam
0: out the old Dirty Bastard solo album, like the one yeah. with uh, "Got my mo- Got my money, baby, you got my money." Like <laughs> yeah. I just enjoyed it. I thought it was fun and uh, Big Baby Jesus. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm like, oh, I love Old Dirty Bastard. Oh yeah. So I'm excited about Wu Tang Clan. I really am. Uh, no yeah. effects. That's one of my favorite punk bands of all time. Sure. They released an album called Single Album. I I'm it's hard to go out on a limb and be like, this is the best thing they've released in years. Cause it's punk and punk is weird. It all sounds the same at all. Kind of just two and a half minute quick hitters, but I haven't, I haven't enjoyed a no effects album immensely for years. This one I enjoyed. So no effects single album. That was a damn banger. Uh, if anybody knows that band, their biggest song ever is called linoleum. They made a song called linoleum which is basically a new linoleum with some new lyrics. And they switched up the, the tempo a little bit. It's a mm-hmm. great song basically about being, you know, a 50 year old dad. It was a good one. Uh, I thought medicine at midnight was a good solid outing for the foo fighters. Uh, and then Ye- black sheep, yellow Wolf. that album keeps popping up. I've listened to it about three, four times now that dude is legit. Oh my gosh. He's legit, man. That that's Yellow Wolf is uh it's good shit. He's growing. Real good shit. Then that's that's one of those things too, like there's a such thing as heavy rap. And if you're gonna categorize rap as heavy or dark, Yellow Wolf fits into that mold a little bit. I mean he oh, yeah. he, he can hit you. I mean that's if you wanna hear some darker side of rap, Yellow Wolf will bring it to you. I mean, that's it's good stuff
1: yeah i think oh my gosh how does he remember all this shit i don't know yeah i don't either that's beyond I don't know. The, but, that's but, beyond
0: but there's something about his voice i know i said it in a past episode but there's something about his delivery and his voice that is just different
1: yeah yeah i hope he continues to grow i'm anxious to see what else he comes out with
0: me too and that, like i said that album was damn good so
1: speaking of new music that's coming out i won't hold you up too much longer no, i'm never... good
0: i'm i'm feeling real good you hold me up as long as you want
1: okay i was fireball
0: uh, son fireball
1: <laughs> i was uh i noticed your shirt and speaking of new oh, yeah. music anything new from the chili peppers any news or anything that you are they working on a new album Do last you know? i
0: knew of that they they were working on a new album with john for uh, sure, I think anybody who likes the peppers at all will know that. But yeah. I haven't heard anything in quite a while as to where they are at in the recording process, or if they've even re- started the recording process. I I I will say though, I'm a tiny bit scared. I'm I'm a tiny yeah, bit I, scared because I'm I'm a big, I'm a fairly big Chili Peppers fan, and too- I, I I really liked. I liked the Chili Peppers early on. Yeah. And there were moments where I liked them a lot. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm going completely against the grain to me. And I'm, I, I have no shame in passing over the classics because if an album resonates with me, it resonates with me. The getaway is my favorite Chili Peppers album. Okay. And that was not with John Frusciante, Right. But the layers of sound on that album, the way mm-hmm. they layered it, uh, what's that dude's name? Uh, fuck, man. Something mouse, something. Oh, the dead. <laughs> I don't know if it was dead mouth five or it, I don't think it was, but who, like the dude that produced that album, he was more of a hip hop guy. Okay. And let's see. Red hot chili peppers, the getaway. Maybe it was the Nep <sighs> Fuck. Who was that? But that album, Danger Mouse, it was produced by Danger Mouse, who replaced Rick Rubin after 25 years. Oh no shit. That dude did something with that band that oh, I yeah. just... At, Brian Spriggs just said Greta, Greta Van Fleet's new songs recently. Love their new one, Heat Above. I don't know if you listened to the last episode. Heat Above is way up on my radar right now. To me, Greta Van Fleet is about to bust out as like a legit great rock band and i hope that album blows me away like heat above did but da- danger mouse with the chili peppers dude i i don't know what he did but that album is so sonically pleasing to my ears sure like especially when i have a few drinks or something it's it's so good i love <laughs> that album so i'm scared to death that's crazy to hear i'm scared to death for Freshante to come back because i don't really want another californication i like progression in music i like when bands push themselves a little bit further sometimes it backfires new kings of leon's not that great mm-hmm. other bands fuck up but but man the getaway i thought was just brilliant like top to yeah. bottom i loved every single song i'm scared i'm scared well,
1: you know, there's a i understand what you're scared i mean i'm scared as well you know, the chemistry between Flea and John Frusciante, uh, as far as what I've seen, the YouTube clips, man, they're chemistry.
0: Yeah, oh my- yeah. I- I'm scared, but I'm not. If Frusciante has progressed like the band has progressed, I
1: hope so. Have you ever heard any of his solo stuff? It's oh, good. Oh, it's yeah. Real good. Like, it's yeah. really,
0: really good. So if they let him do some of his style in there, not just... I just don't want to hear Californication. It was a good album. It was a great rebound. Like they and they did it multiple times. Like uh, what else was there? Californication and I feel like there was another one in there. Stadium Arcadium, maybe. Like those mm-hmm. were pretty solid outings. Yeah. But I, I don't want that again. I, I yeah. want I want them to stick with this progression.
1: Yeah, I do too. It's uh, it'll be interesting to see what they come out with. Yeah yeah so
0: i i've not heard much about it okay uh i i hope we do start hearing something about it but because they're they're definitely up there my my wife the last concert she went to before all this garbage was the red hot chili peppers and oh, she was blown away yeah blown good. away so i hope i hope they bring something really good to us we need some more uh good new music but brian greta van fleet I'm with you a hundred percent. My wife can't stand the vocals. Cause she just, she's like, I don't want to hear Getty Lee all over again. And you know, cause he's very high pitched and I actually don't mind his vocals much. I did at first, like the first album or two, I was like, yeah, but I, I feel like he's grown and it fits, but heat above is a banger. I've still been listening to that track.
1: I've, uh, I have to be in the mood for it. I need to go back and revisit it. Uh, if I'm, not in the mood for it then uh, the voice yeah i get and, the and getty I, lee thing because you know the getty lee just right
0: and and that's the thing like if, if you do have that thing with that high-pitched voice like you're, you're you're probably never gonna love it it's just one of those things like you know it's uh I, I bring it up every time i talk to anybody about music mighty mighty boss tones when i was into punk and ska I hated that sure. band. that dude's voice drove me nuts
1: Oh, yeah, I understand why. I hate yeah. that guy.
0: Um, not personally, but... Yeah. But, but yeah, the, for some reason, uh, lead singer Greta Van Fleet, his voice doesn't bother me a bit. It's very Getty Lee slash, you know, Led Zeppelin-like, but, but I don't mind it. The only yeah. thing I minded was the fact that he was a complete rip-off, but Heat Above was the first time I've heard that band do something that I think is... Uh, progressive like they're not just trying to be other bands now now it sounds like they're influenced no i haven't brian said have you heard the story of how he developed his voice i have it came from singing in garage with his brothers i know most of the band is his brothers trying to break through the mix of guitar and drums without a mic damn a mic. Huh. he accomplished it because he's loud yeah. as hell yeah That's a damn good song. I I love that song. That's the best song I've heard released in a long time.
1: Okay. I don't know enough. I haven't listened enough to really have an opinion, so I don't want to say I don't like him because I don't know if I don't like him. Yeah.
0: Well, the first couple things they released were okay, but nothing groundbreaking. But for some reason, the Heat Above song to me is groundbreaking for them as a band. Like, it's just it's a full sound. Like when you hear some of the, the, when you pop on a pair of good headphones and you listen to that song, there's so much element of classic rock and so many layers, kind of like what I was talking about with the getaway and the chili peppers that it just takes you you to another place. And his voice doesn't detriment from the music for the first time for me. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, Before we go, have you noticed how much stuff, and this is just speculation, Yeah, the organ is badass, Brian. This is just speculation, but for some reason, the White Stripes have been releasing a shit ton of content on their Facebook page.
1: I don't know what's going on.
0: I assume nothing, but wouldn't it be amazing if we had a White Stripes reunion? Wouldn't that would be? I'd be pumped because I I love that band.
1: I'm going to put a hundred dollar bill on it that it's not going to happen. I don't think. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't think you're going to get mag back wherever yeah. i think she, it's
0: like slow pandemic times and they're like listen to this and go buy some of this even though we all fucking pay for streaming services cover like, on this right added God. one unreleased song that sucked go buy it <laughs> yeah. okay yeah.
1: yeah but my stuff has been blowing up with yeah. like stripes notifications and i felt the same way. i thought what the hell's going on are, well, are we getting ready for something or are we gonna you know i don't gonna know gonna- gosh if they came back i don't know what Shoot. they're doing
0: but, I, but i'd be that would be one of those like reunions that open your eyes big time like if the white stripes got back together even though it's just meg playing the drums half ass she's not i'm sorry she's not good she's you know, not good, it's like that's what made it good yeah it is the, the simple sometimes simplicity is the best formula for music
1: yeah i was more of a fan of the white stripes than i was jack white
0: yeah, me too. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. And I like the Jack White solo albums, but like the, the Jack- White Stripes oh. were there was something different about them. Oh yeah. So, yeah. her her just do, do you uh do you know Ray LaMontagne at all? No. No. God damn. Uh if you're ever in a somber mood, Ray LaMontagne first two or three four albums, good shit, man. You don't okay. know Ray LaMontagne? No. God damn. No. Anyways, right. oh. uh go listen to Jolene. You might think Dolly Parton initially. Sure. As soon as we're done, if you want to go to sleep good, put on Jolene by Ray LaMontagne. It's a beautiful, beautiful, brilliant song. Okay. But Ray LaMontagne, he did a song called Meg White. Really? <laughs> he was in love with her. He had the hots for her bad. And that's yeah. a good song too. Um, yeah. But yeah, he he was so impressed by her, like very casual, you know, just ring almost Ringo like style of drumming and Ringo's a good drummer don't get me wrong but just that real less is more style yeah and uh that that that's yeah listen to Jolene and Meg White those are good songs but I just talking about the White Stripes I always think about Ray LaMontagne because he had the hots for Meg White and he made a song literally being like Meg will you please like you know just touch me just touch me Meg (laughs) It doesn't matter where. Doesn't matter where. Just, just touch my yeah. ear touch my earlobe. It'll make my ear. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. So Wu Tang clan it is. Sounds uh good. I hope right. we don't pull that shit up on our on our music programs and see that oh, that's twenty four albums.
1: <laughs> Part one, <laughs> two, and three. <laughs> Man. Yeah.
0: Please God let there be under ten albums. Oh, I hope so too. Just 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 so you folks know. I, I know it may. I don't know if you like the show. Don't like the show. Obviously, James, Brian, uh you know, Phipps, a handful of others like the show. Mm-hmm. The downloads are going pretty good. They're increasing every day. So obviously more people around the country like the show a little bit. But uh-huh. just know, and this isn't a sympathy card I'm trying to play. This is fucking hard. <laughs> this is yeah. fucking tough, man. <laughs> like just focusing on one band for a whole week. Even if it's a lesser discography of like seven or eight albums, it still takes up most of our week.
1: It takes up a lot of time, surprisingly. It does, and it is not easy. Like, like
0: I said, man, as soon as I got to Ronnie James Dio, I'm like, please, God, I need to take a break. I can't do this anymore. I get stressed out. I start crying and shit. <laughs> it's not easy. It is not easy at all. It's not easy, but that that's what it's all about. Like we, you know, I can actually say I've listened to every, Oh, thank God. Brian Spriggs said the woo is seven albums.
1: Yes. High
0: fucking virtual five Hicks, seven (laughs) albums. I'm, I'm good with that.
1: I'm good with that too. Good. Good with that. But this is tough.
0: This is very tough about, about, you know what? I will say it's so tough that once we, like if we run into the who again, only thing keeping me going is knowing that on Friday night, me and Hicks can bullshit about this stuff. Oh yeah. Otherwise, like if it's a bad band, my whole week's just ruined. Like when I and, get to the Pearly Gates, assuming I get there, and God's like, you know, did you have a good time on Earth? Like, well, yeah, but then I listen to the Who, <laughs> or I listen to those Do Years of Black Sabbath. What were you thinking, God? Why did you do that to me? Why did you do it?
1: And I'll tell you one thing with this podcast, it's it's kind of good. Uh, you know, we had a little bit of of feedback regarding announcing what we're going to discuss in the future, which was a very good, good point. Uh, but it's really hard because, you know, we're going through all these songs. It's frustrating for me because I, we can go through and name these songs, but without our viewers or listeners, you know, hearing these songs as we're describing them, you know, it's kind of a...
0: Yeah, yeah, it, w- it wouldn't be that interesting. It was a really good suggestion. Goddamn notifications, Robert Sprout, uh, a buddy of mine that that found the fantasy football podcast that I do with a couple other buddies of mine. He said, "Dude, will you let me know what you're listening to so I can follow along? So I can listen to the same shit every week. That's a hell of an undertaking. Wonder how he feels about Dio this week, but <laughs> but you're yeah, you're right. I mean, we you know it, it makes so much."
1: <laughs> It's freaking Dio, man. It's good. No, I don't know that dude. I don't mean disrespect. He
0: might love Dio. He might be like, dude, Ryan James Dio changed my life. I'm like, yeah, he did mine too. I fucking want to kill myself now. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. We we will announce what we're listening to uh from now on. That makes a ton of sense for people sure. to be able to follow along.
1: Since we can't play what we're talking about,
0: exactly. And which, yeah. if we did, nineteen albums playing everything like shit Hicks well we're on hour seven should we end this thing or... <laughs> yeah. should we should we end this after the 15th uh Black Sabbath album but but yeah we'll announce that from now on just sure. just know it's one hell of an undertaking granted it pays off because me and Hicks get to hang out but sure. otherwise goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a little rough look forward to seven albums of Wu-Tang I could probably get that finished in three days so then I'll
1: Guarantee it whoo
0: so there you go Wu-Tang Clan's coming up next sure. Ronnie James Dio and company suck Ozzy I thought sucked but I ended up appreciating him more than I thought I ever would mm-hmm. doesn't mean I'll listen to him all the time right? but there you go Black Sabbath definitely deserves a place in rock yeah. history I agree that's our episode I'm gonna take one more shot of fireball one more drink and go to bed Hicks go listen to some Jolene by Ray LaMontagne i'm on it good shit one of the best songs you might ever hear if you're in the mood to be somber tonight good we'll see you guys next time thank you for listening to stuck in my generation again if you want to suggest bands for us to listen to send it over to stuck in my generation at gmail.com